Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Let's get into it, shall we? I am joined by my husband, Brandon Rice, and then also Tony and Marco, also known as the Cretellis. And they are the host of the podcast Relationship, which is a amazing queer look at um, gay relationships and marriage. And, you know, they do interviews with not only couples, but also allies and single LGBTQ plus queer. Um, it's just so good. So gay. I love it. Um, I'm so lucky that I found them and it's just a really nice little podcast family moment where I got to be um, along with my husband, of course, on their um, podcast. And then vice versa, they've done an episode of mine. So be sure to go check out their podcast relationship and then enjoy this interview with them. Welcome to the sunshine Stephen podcast. My dog's still. How are you guys? We just, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) There's a lot of noise right now because our dog is uh, jumping up on the, she wants to be a part of the podcast now too. Go on, baby girl. Live TV, folks. (laughs) Yeah. So sorry. We're not so unprofessional. Um, But yeah, welcome to the Sunshine Steven podcast. Thank you so much um, for having us on Relationship. Um, It was really fun. Good good times learned a lot about each other and gonna give me some stuff to talk to my therapist about later <laughs> that is it's literally our mission so, literally like all right thank you guys now I have to, you gotta listen to this shit for the next fucking week <laughs> exactly then he'll be like oh if i buy you some toms and a book will you, will you fuck up? up and i'm like yes <laughs> done love it love it yeah so i would love for you guys to introduce yourselves um individually and then talk a little bit about your podcast talk about why you started it when you started it what it's been like and then also as a um bonus question that i did not put in the outline so please forgive me how (laughs) covid has affected um your podcasting sure it has at all yeah so my name is marco cotton cretelli uh, I am one half of the Cretellis and uh, originally from Vegas, been with my husband, uh, Tony, who will introduce himself in just a bit, for about 11 years. Um, and we live in New York City. And uh, yeah, and we, yeah, we'll get into the podcast in a sec. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm Tony Christopher Cretelli, the other half of the Cretellis. Um, and uh, I'm from New York. Uh, and traveled all over and then came back here just because, you know, yous are pretty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, loving, loving living in New York. We've been here, what, six years now? Uh, since 2013. So seven, seven years. years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven years with, with our dog Halo and our cat Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a podcast called Relationship. Uh, relationship is a gay look at traditional relationships and values. Um, our goal is to kind of start the narrative on like monogamous coupling within the gay community and talk about all of the shit that you go through to stay in a relationship with the person you love. Um, and the things that you can do that, that kind of like helps you, I don't know, like keep fighting the good fight. (laughs) Right. 
yeah, Tony and I found uh, here in New York City when we were going to like events and like gay events and things of that nature, uh, oftentimes because I'm a black man and Tony's a white man that like people automatically didn't assume that we were together. And <laughs> they really don't like that Sorry. <laughs> that scared the living shit out of me. It scared the living shit out of me, too. She, sorry, let me put the time down so I know to edit that out. Somebody just, I think we just got a package. <laughs> she, got it. And that's why we lock ours up, because he yep. does the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> she was literally sleeping on my foot and then was like, who the fuck? Hey, I'm going to go shut up. Okay. okay. So, uno momento as he takes care of Rose while she. Hysterical. No wonder you call her a cunt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's special. That scared all of us. We both jumped. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm, I'm yeah. a little. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally because she was under the table and she like jumped and hit the table and I was like, "What the?" F-? I thought it was like an earthquake. <laughs> Some of our whole fucking house was I know. So funny. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know where you left off at, but <laughs> so I'll, kind of, I'll start the story over again. But Tony, okay. Tony and I were finding that uh, as we were going to gay events here in the city. You know, I'm a I'm a black man. Tony's a white man, and uh, every single time we were going to these events people were automatically not assuming that we were together, which was completely fine. We were boyfriends at the time, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, But then we were introducing ourselves as a couple, and the immediate response was, do you guys play together or do you play separately? So it was like very much... Yeah, it was very much so... um, it, it, it was very jarring for us because, you know, we we came from Florida, and, like, we just automatically assumed that, like monogamous relationships were like the thing like yeah. you, know, you know that was just the thing and then we were finding that guys were not assuming that that was like the norm and they wanted to see how they could get either one of us or both of us in bed and like, uh and the gays we, of the world the gays of the world it's crazy so, <laughs> people. yeah so so tony and i then decided to start a well then we looked and we couldn't find anything that was focused on queer monogamy sure. not not for gay men sure yeah yeah. And, course, then, yeah and then we started a meetup group that was essentially to like get people together to like have conversations chit chat about things go to movies go to together movies, go, to dinner, go to events yeah. go to dinner and all that kind of stuff like just that non-sexual together. yeah and we, right. we just wanted to be able to hang out and then we noticed that a lot of singles were coming and trying to find that as a way of meeting people, meeting people during yeah. the event. And we were yeah. like, well, fuck oh this. We don't know what the hell is going on with it. So then we decided to start the podcast and uh, it, it's kind of been our loudspeaker in terms of, of getting our message across, just creating another narrative within the gay community. Yeah. Right. And another, another aspect is, you know, straight people don't raise queer kids. Um, you know, that just, that just doesn't happen. Like there's no public about it. There's not a lot of education out there for, um, straight parents on how to do that. So a lot of what we do too, is like, just like basics of a relationship, like how to love yourself, how to love someone else, how to argue properly. Like, what is it like to cohabitate, you know, and, and various topics, uh, that again are about the shit that you have to put up with to be in a relationship. Yeah. 
Love it. I think it's super important. And that's why I feel like in my little podcasting journey, definitely finding other queer creators that lend a voice because for every two or three queer podcasts you find, you find like a hundred heterosexual podcasts that are like you said, it's just, I don't know. I just really appreciate that you guys are lending that voice and telling that story. And you've been doing it for since what, 2018, I want to say. 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So we have have three, um, yeah, we have three seasons and the, and the structure of the podcast is, you know, we, we start out just like, you know, welcoming you back and talking about our week and, um, you know, checking in. And then we have a hashtag gay relationship goal where we highlight um, a same sex uh, couple um, and uh, or a queer couple, I should say. Um, right. And, um, uh, you know, just kind of draw attention to that, which is actually how we found you all, because you all were a hashtag gay relationship goal in season one. Correct. Um, and then uh, the next segment is, yeah, so our next segment usually talks about a topic of the week, right? Whether it's, again, like how to argue properly, how to deal with jealousy within a relationship, how to split up the household chores, yeah, kind of to, things how like to that. Prioritize how to prioritize your partner. Yeah, yeah, all of those kinds of things. <laughs> Yeah. Brandon just gave me a look when y'all said split up the household choice. <laughs> yeah. so, so we do that. And then the next segment is usually an interview with a couple uh, or, or a, a single. single that within the community that, uh, or even an ally within the community that yep. has something really fantastic to say regarding their involvement within the community. So we chit chat with them about their, you know, dating woes and or wins. And then yeah. uh, if it's a couple, we talk to them about like their start and uh, what it's like being together. If they're married, we talk about, you know, what it's like being a married gay couple or queer couple, I should say. Um, and just all of that good stuff. And then we always end it uh, with the final segment with Tony's little, we call them shit-isms. Um, so Tony, fin- <laughs> <laughs> so Tony fin- finishes it with some like little saying that has the word shit at, in it at the end, which is great. Yeah. And then, the, you know, the, the, the ally is, you know, I mean, like we, there, there can be some various other topics too. Like we did a two brother on the Bible and what it actually says about homosexuality. Sure. Um, we had someone who was a, a very accomplished HR person come and talk about your rights. Um, so, you yeah. know, just any, anything really that, that relates to, uh, our community, but especially uh, about relationships. Um, relationships. Sure. Yeah, I love that. And I love giving the platform. Um, I feel like because me personally, <laughs> I work in HR and I know after the Supreme Court <laughs> ruling this year and everything, I was like, huh, try to fire us now, bitches. But <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it goes into a little bit deeper than that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we do that. So and then, you know, uh, your final question regarding like COVID recording. So um, actually, oh, COVID- yeah. yeah. Yeah, so COVID has actually been a win for it's, us in terms of recording. Yeah. yeah, because for the longest time, Tony and I were, I don't know what it was, but we were just very particular about like meeting people in person. So it turned out mm-hmm. that all of our guests were New Local. York mm-hmm. locals. Right. Um, but that being said, or New Jersey or, New Jersey or yeah. something of that sort. But that being said, now that we have been uh, in the age of COVID, uh, we have actually done a really good job with like things like Zencaster, which is what we're recording on right now. Mm-hmm. We have talked to people all over the freaking country at this point, which is so much fun because we yeah. we've had a really good time with um, just getting to know people from every you know all sorts of corners of the country and what their experiences are like in 
California and in Portland. Well, and, and we're starting to expand to the rest of the world, too, because we have a pending one at the UK and another one in Australia. Yeah, very true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's super awesome. I mean, I feel like there's ups and downs with COVID. But for me, I'm like, hey, now I have extra time. So that's when I started my podcast was in March of this year. So I can see the good that came out of it. And I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you guys get to branch out and talk to other people because that means we got to be on your podcast and we're not from New York yet, but (laughs) I, you know, what I always say about COVID is that it, I think it has taught people how to be, uh, or to explore ingenuity a little bit more. People are doing their nails. People are dyeing their hair. People are, you know, (laughs) giving their own haircuts. People are literally doing all sorts of things. Yeah. How yeah. so many people have we, come on? We, we fell hair. into the the dyeing our hair, and it, it didn't go over too well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need photographic evidence. Yeah. Uh, no, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, do like, I do like that you said that, though, because especially for me in the apartment industry, um, you know, where essentially, you know, my field was deemed essential, um, you know, it opened up you know, our eyes as far as a way of like how we do things in our industry. And, um, you know, and for us, you know, it's normally more so like, okay, how we're comfortable in our office, but, you know, we never really thought about like a prospective residents when they're walking through our office, like what makes them comfortable? And, you know, normally when we're touring people, you know, we're rushing or, you know, we're trying to go through it, you know, without really realizing like this is going to be their place that they're going to be living, you know, for 12 plus year or um, for you know, a year or whatever. Yeah. Hey, well, some people do yeah. live in a year, you know, for 12 years. Some but... long leases that you guys sign. Yeah, <laughs> not that long. Uh, <laughs> but it's nice because, you know, they, they got to take their time, you know, and, you know, it really opened up, you know, a way of like, we're going to change the industry standards in my profession um, and like how we're going to continue to do things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I work with, I do, um, I'm in sales, and I work within the personal care and beauty industry. And typically, like the we twice a year, we do trade shows, right, where, you know, where retailers have the ability Mm -hmm. to come to us, and like come to our booth and look at all the newness and look at the holiday assortment and all this great stuff and find things to bring into their retail space. But because COVID closed down all of those things, we, we don't have the ability to do that anymore. So that is a huge chunk of money that is like leaving our mm-hmm. pockets for the course of the year because of COVID, right? Um, not to yeah. mention the fact that like we our last show was in February. So when we were supposed to be shipping people in March and all of the shops were closing during that time period, mm-hmm. we were missing out on a shit ton of money during that time period as well. So that being said, um, we have had to find really uh, we've had to be very creative in terms of creating virtual markets and going into right. our showroom and creating Zoom appointments and showing newness and like really like squirting things into our hands and like letting <laughs> yeah. them and like doing all of these things. We've had to be creative in generating the money because at the end of the day, like if the money's not generated, I don't have a job. So right. I like I have to create a way to keep that stuff around. So it, it, it's been really, it's been fun. Same thing with Tony. You've had to do that because you guys are creating. Well, I would, I would say just in general, like some, something good that has come out of this uh, is one, a lot of people are learning how to work remotely, which I'm sorry right. to you know, 
commercial real estate folks, but I, I think the days of those large long-term rentals, I think they're, I think they're limited um, because if you can work out of your home, I mean, think about how much money you can save as a business, uh, not needing a giant office, right. um, you know, but, but who knows what will happen with that. But, but also just in general, like the, the ingenuity that you have to have, especially as entrepreneurs, like these people and their ability to stay open, like what restaurants have been doing, what grooming right. has been doing, yeah. what, pet care has been doing you know there's been some some the number of people who took up making masks you know like people who had never been entrepreneurs before got to be creative and profitable and help people like it, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's an aspect to this and maybe this is not a very popular thing to say but there's an aspect to this that's actually really positive i think sure yeah no i definitely agree even for myself i know um yeah i mean rona she sucks because she's killing people and stuff like that but yeah. again yeah. like starting my podcast, being more creative, writing more, getting to read more. There are some positive things here or there. And, but I agree. I think it's really nice to, um, you know, people working from home and everything. And it's opened the eyes to a lot of companies. I feel like they're like, Oh, we can do this. Even in the building that I work in, I knew that a couple people, a couple businesses have actually just said, fuck it. We're going to go fully remote. We've been doing it since April, May. So and it's been doing fine. So they're closing up their office and shipping everybody home and everything. So I think there is wow. some good that's people are gotten really creative. I feel like that's a good thing. Yeah, I think we I think the biggest thing is we've all learned how to connect better. Sure. Because you definitely had you've had to, sure. you know, sure. No, for sure. Well, speaking of connecting, that was a great segue. <laughs> Wanted to give us a, a story time of how you guys met and then, you know, just give us your backstory, meeting, dating, and then, of course, talking about the wedding day or you've already given a little bit, um, of, you spilled a little bit of tea on your podcast, but just go into it. Sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start the story. No, because uh, you don't tell it from the right place. It's fine. It's you fine. don't tell it oh, from the right place. You have to tell it from the right place. Sorry. So Tony and I met each other online. We back in the day when there was no apps on the phone where you could meet people, you had to get on this thing called the computer and go through what? <laughs> what the hell is that? And, and it with one another in chat rooms. And uh, we're old bitches, just so you know. So we, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I don't remember a time before apps, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine DMs, but no moderation of who's involved in them. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> so Tony and I met on Adam for Adam before Adam for Adam was an app. And for the record, this is where I was going to start the story. Oh, okay. I didn't know. You know, you this never tell it from this place because you are. This is the beginning. Well, so. <laughs> So Adam for Adam. And that was because so Tony was living in Tampa and was moving to St. Petersburg. He had just gotten out of a relationship, started a new job in St. Petersburg. So he wanted to be a little bit closer to his job. Right. And I had just gotten cheated on uh, for like the second time by an asshole. And I just like broke up with him and was like looking for like gay friends in I was that like weird doe eyed gay that like thought that you could get on like an app and it wasn't about right. sex. Right. Uh, <laughs> so so that was me. Which is still true today. Which is yeah, <laughs> which is like yeah. totally I was just that doe eyed that was just me. So 
I got online to try to like meet other people to like connect with and like hang out. And so it was, I remember it like it was yesterday because it was June, it was like towards the end of June of 2009. And Tony and I met online. I had just come back from manager meetings from my work and I met Tony online and he just seemed cool. Like I just thought he was cool. We connected over like our love of like chicken wings <laughs> and, and clean lines in the carpet when you clean vacuum lines them. in the carpet when you vacuum and just like, like super simple stuff so we chatted online all throughout the month of july and then in august uh we finally decided to start talking on the phone um it was it was the end of june and we, we didn't talk on the phone. We started. We started talking. It was the end of June when we started talking online. And yeah, then, that's what and I then said. the end of July is when we started <laughs> talking on the phone. And then just toward the beginning, end of July, beginning of August, I invited you out and we to meet you, and we didn't meet. Well, and then it was almost two weeks into August on the thirteenth when we actually met. Well, yeah. So I didn't end. Up, so super side story. I didn't end up meeting with Tony the night that we were supposed to meet because I had just moved apartments. And I like sat down on the couch after like moving all my shit, shit into the like, new nah. <laughs> and I like passed out. Like I like was so exhausted, I just like passed out on the couch. And so we were supposed to meet at this like bar, and I didn't make it there. And he sent me a real passive aggressive text message later that night that said it was like midnight, and it was like it was really nice meeting you. And I. Was, oh. <laughs> And I was like, oh my God, I am so sorry I owe you drinks because like I fell asleep. But like, I, I promise you, if you like meet up with me again, like I'll tell you the full story and you'll totally understand why. Now, mind mind you, he didn't tell me, oh, I, I suddenly had to move and I'm and I'm really busy. This may not work. And so I was like, well, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> But now, knowing Marco, he does, like, the minute he sits on a couch, he passes out. But that's not even what it really was. That happens, like, if you put a movie on in front of me. But that's not what it was. Like, I honestly had literally had... So, super side story. I had moved into an apartment that I was renting from a homeowner. It was, like, a townhouse inside of a high-rise building that I was, like, renting from a homeowner. And I was paying my rent to her, but she was not paying her mortgage. And oh. so, yeah, 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 yeah. And so one day I, so this is before, Tony and I had like set the day and time that we were supposed to like meet up with one another. And I come home from work on like a, a Thursday night Thursday. Mm -hmm. and my apartment had been seized by the bank. Oh my, oh my God. Yeah. And so I like had to sleep in my car that night well, because well, I had nothing let's else to be do. Clear, the first thing you had to do was tell maintenance, uh, hey, my cat is locked in this apartment. No, no, no. I could do because it was like 11 o'clock at night. I had to come home from work super late. So like I like I had come home from like work like super late. I had an area manager at work during the day. Like I had like had whole like meetings and I slept in my car that night. And then in the morning, like had to find maintenance and was like, what the fuck is going on? Did you guys like yeah. change locks? And they were like, no, it looks like the bank changed your locks. Like this is a bank lock. And I was like, I need you to break into my apartment because my cat is in there. And right. he was like, holy shit. So he broke into my apartment. This is super size story. This happened like 11 years ago. So like no one's going to come back for you for this one. Um, yeah. But I didn't mention your address. Yeah. Sorry. But that being said, <laughs> so that being said, like I went to work that day 
and then where did you put the cat? I've never. I was about to ask where did the kitty go? (laughs) I I just left him in the apartment. What else was I supposed to? I had nothing else to do, but I like went to work that morning, and then I had to tell my area manager like I just got kicked out of my like essentially got kicked out of my apartment. He was like, spend the day finding a new apartment. So I was like driving around. I wasn't even thinking about Tony at that time. Like I just was not thinking about him. I was like thinking about it. So literally that Friday afternoon, I ended up finding an apartment, moved, uh, signed the lease, did all of the stuff that I had to do for that. And then the next day, Saturday is when I had to like get all my shit because the the maintenance person was like, you have until Monday. Cause now that they know that there's shit inside of this apartment, like the bank is going to come in on Monday and they're going to take everything out and essentially put it on the curb. So you need to like get everything out within the next 48 hours because like, that's the only way that you're going to be able to like have your shit. So I literally on that Saturday, like had my friends come and help me like move all my shit out of that apartment into my new apartment. And I was supposed to meet Tony that night and completely like didn't even think about it. So I like sat down on the couch, fell asleep. And that was the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that, that was the end of it. Okay, I He's like, mm-hmm. like I was nothing. Right. <laughs> or so I thought. So then we continued talking and then we set a date for August 13th, whatever that it was a Thursday. I remember because it was Long three dollar Long Island night at the bar that we used to go. It's Georgie's, <laughs> alibi. Georgie's alibi. It's closed now, so that, you know that's a whole thing. But yeah, Georgie's alibi. They um, had three dollar Long Island and night. Can I just tell you these are mason jars of Long yeah. Islands, and they're all. Oh, I'm about it. Yeah. They are all alcohol. Literally, if you can down two, you're a champ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I we... can do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have two. <laughs> yeah. So that night we had three. I so it wasn't did. a big deal. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So we ended up meeting that night. It was August 13th of 2009. And we ended up meeting that night and we ended up talking all night. Well, we were we just, just had a it really was just good time. supposed to be friendship. Yeah. We just, yeah, we were just supposed to be hanging out. And by the, Tony had like two Long Islands in his system and then declared his, his like for me. Um, I, was, I thought you were to say love. I was like, whoa, that's quicker than us. <laughs> no, he made it very clear that he... he I don't think it was clear because you were like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But I had kind of been feeling the same way about him during the course of the conversation. Um, well, and you were, you were very... You, you told me later, you were very sweet. You were like, you were only paying attention to me and I was the only guy in that whole bar. And I was like, yeah, you were. Yeah, it just felt... Aww. It was... It just felt different. It was a hu- super busy bar. It was a Thursday night. That's their, like most popular night, and we were just conversing as if nobody else existed in the entire. And your bar. best friend showed up. My best friend showed up towards the end of it. Uh, Tony and I had a very passionate kiss in the parking lot afterwards, and then. See, you don't tell the story, right? No, I'm I'm giving oh. <laughs> notes version. But you're leaving of it. out the best part. No, I'm telling them the important parts. I'm not giving them the full story. Like we don't have that much time to go through all that. Anyways, that being said, um, two lines. Two, two lines. It's two lines. Said, One line was when I told him I liked him. What did I say? I dig your chili. Exactly. And he was like, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I like you too. <laughs> And then the other thing was, uh, his best friend showed up. We were sitting at a table with his best friend, this guy that was like all about his best friend, and this other guy that was all about Marco, by the way, which is so funny. Um, And and I and I said, all right, you know, I you know, midnight, I turn into a pumpkin. I was like, y'all, I'm gonna go home. 
Marco, you should walk me to my car, is yeah. what I said. Yeah. And then we had the kiss. Yeah. And it was a hell of a kiss. <laughs> it was like a 9 out of 10. That was a good kiss. Did you have to dislocate your shoulder to pat yourself on the back? Oh, my like, God. I, you were kissing too. I didn't say I did a good job. I said the kiss was great. <laughs> ass. Important parts of the story, and you're an ass. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Like that's the end of a lot of stories. You're an ass. The end. <laughs> it is in this house. That being said, yeah. So I ended up going back to my friend and being like, "What the fuck am I like?" And like hanging out with this other guy that was like really into me that I was not into, like just at all. And I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Like, I have this guy that I like that likes me, and like I just want to do that. So I left. I like immediately left and then called Tony. And then we ended up, um, he, he came over that night and we just like ended up spending the night together and we've been together ever since. So 11 years later, um, a lot of breaking up and getting back together and breaking up and getting back together and breaking up moving, and getting back together. Moving to different cities. Moving to different <laughs> cities and then moving together in New York in 2013. We got married in 2016. Yeah. We got married in 2016, and yeah, we've been going somewhat strong since then. Beautiful. I mean, like, <laughs> relationships are our work, so no oh judgment. Um, yeah. You got so you guys got married one year before we did. Yes. Correct. Yeah, October of 2016, we got married. Um, it was we got married here in the city. Can't, and we can't tell you about our wedding day because it was three days. Yeah, we decided three to be days. extra. We gated up. We, yeah, gated we, up. we decided to be extra. <laughs> yeah, so we did uh, a ceremony on a Friday, which is the, October 28th, which is when we got married. The 29th is when we did the reception because a lot of people were coming in town for that Saturday. So we got married by a Supreme Court justice, which means that they can't do any weddings on like a Saturday or a Sunday because it's the weekend the and they don't, work, they don't work during yeah. that time. So we had to get married on a Friday. And so we got married literally in the, in the New York, in the rotunda, in the rotunda of, of the, the most expensive, opulent court in the country. Yeah, which is really amazing. Funded, wow. by, mafia, funded by mafia money, but you yeah, know. which is crazy. <laughs> super backstory. <laughs> Just leave yeah. that part out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, we got and married we, there we on a, Friday. Then we had, had a party that night. Set, but we, we had, had like a we gathering. A we had like a gathering yeah. that night where like people just met us at a bar and we just like celebrated yeah. and, and had fun. And we took over the entire bar. And then and at midnight we sang my brother happy birthday. Yes. And then Saturday we had a um, reception. Reception, which was like a full reception. Everybody was like finally in town for that. And then Sunday was like a, a brunch. Brunch and like I was waiting thing. for the gay brunch to happen. We gotta have it. That's our whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So oh, good. we also took our photos in Central Park. That was nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. And before the reception, we had friends and family over at our apartment throughout the day. Like, because we so so we're like comfort people like very like chill people so the food and the theme was like comfort food and fun food and, and game night so like the entire reception had like giant jenga and like mini pool and like oversized cards and just different games that we like and it was this really cool um this really cool venue where like it was like an antique refinishing uh shop that had like a, a showroom 
and we took over the showroom, so we had antique furniture and artwork. But but it was a really New Yorky type very of art York. gallery yeah. where there was like brick walls yeah. and stuff like that. Like it was just really, it was beautiful. It was, it was so gorgeous. Much fun. Yeah. Um, and so we did that for Saturday. Night. It was in it was a, a factory really district. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds um very gay <laughs> and very <laughs> New York. <laughs> so. That is. That I'm about funny. it. love a good theme, so <laughs> yes, that's what we were going for. I just wanted it to be just like a good time and a gathering. And Tony and I, because you know, I've lived in like uh, five different cities, four different cities, something like that. And Tony's lived in like mo- like eight different cities or something like that. So it was like this collision of all of our really good friends and family from all essentially all over the country all, all right. over the world people came from other countries yeah too. it was crazy yeah we were very we were very blessed we had like yeah. 100 people uh, it was like 118 people yeah, yeah. but who's counting yeah um yeah, yeah it, was, it was really really very it very good nice times. Yep. yeah yeah very extra <laughs> to be 3 days i feel like i don't know if we looking back on ours would There's you, no way in hell it would have been a three-day one. Yeah, we were ready. Yeah, we were ready to <laughs> sign the papers. And I mean, we ended up like probably halfway through our planning is when we decided to say like Fuck we need it. a fucking coordinator. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like yeah. there was just no way. Before I need that. Yeah, well, I'm type A, so I needed well, to be a part of all of it. You're very good at that, and you have really good taste, and you're very creative. So, like, you did a great job of planning, and you involved me and let me help make the decisions. Some of them, and you, and well, and you were very, you were very nice. I got my chicken wings. Yeah the 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 actual reception, <laughs> the actual reception was superhero themed. Yeah, uh, you know, we we walked into the. Um, the sounds of the 1990s X-Men cartoon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there, was, there was a photo booth with superhero cardboard cutouts. Yeah. And everyone's takeaway gifts were superhero bags with like masks and all we'll kinds of We'll have to send stuff. you guys copies of our invitations as well. Oh, the well. invitations were everywhere. The invitations were actually comic books. It was a three-part comic so book. So fun. Yeah. So it was like the, yeah, ahead. Brandon took most of our planning on. <laughs> like, well, yeah, even our coordinator was like, you don't have to do this. But literally, I wrote notes on the totes that I gave her of where shit went. Yeah, I literally was just like, I want a husband. Like, that's it. That's all I, that's my goal from this. Like, I want a husband. And Katy Perry was so nice enough that on our wedding day, I got to wake up and her new album was out. So we know that. <laughs> yeah, we're like, best friend i was like oh, what a wedding gift thanks kp <laughs> I no i always tell tony if we're gonna do something we're gonna do it like right to the tilt mm-hmm. like i'm not a half-assed kind of person right so. um and and even we had a wedding planner like my cousin was actually our wedding planner like she was the one that like came in like got everything together for us and but she I, even said when she got here you did 99 percent. i did work. 90 yeah i did like 90 that's what our coordinator said about brandon that's why <laughs> yeah. she gave us a discount yeah <laughs> yeah because wow. i was like i just because there's just again i'm type a so there are like just certain things that i just needed to be a thing like i that's put together the entire music set list like <laughs> you, you outlined the entire photography session. Correct. Yeah. 
correct yeah. like it's crazy you bought everything she, like they didn't buy a thing though no. like nobody had to buy anything like nope. we had already gotten all of it delivered it was here the only yeah. thing they had to do was like help put the bags together melissa put but i put the bags together well they melissa, helped yeah <laughs> melissa, <laughs> melissa brought the tablecloths and like the um like some of the vessels for like the table and then ran the actual putting together of the correct, things but correct. you had already done all the theme work correct, and, correct. and all that yeah, yeah anyways yeah. this is boring at this point <laughs> um <laughs> that sounds like brandon like he was like no because I, I was like we can let somebody else do, and he was like no i'm we're, we're going out we're looking at stuff and i was just like oh, i just I like it because what would have happened if we would have showed up and we had like a turquoise theme and that's not what we were going for because that, no. all our decorations i guess i was there for a husband damn sure it's gonna be what we want yeah we were in the midst of our first dance and I was literally talking to Tony and I was like, I did not ask for her to put those pictures on the wall. Why oh might be me? <laughs> I was Where like, the fuck did that come from? I was pissed. I was so bad. But the, anyway, is that it? That that is that question. <laughs> and then and then we left uh we the next day we went to Punta Cana for yeah, a week. We honeymooned in Punta Cana. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome though. A three day, and then <laughs> bye. We're gone for a week. <laughs> we went to Punta Cana for yeah, a week. We yeah. took two weeks off of work because the the three days before the wedding, my aunt came and hung out with us. Yeah, she helped us yeah. get all the shopping done and mm-hmm. everything taken care oh, of. That's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. So I have to ask though, what was y'all's wedding song for your first dance? The same song we've always had our the entire duration of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, "Halo" by Beyonce. Oh. I yeah. love that. I was I, actually surprised by our song. <laughs> Brandon actually pulled one over on me, and I thought they played the wrong song, but it was but a what, song that I wanted. Yeah, it wasn't like a you know my neck, my back. My yeah, chain, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star, Starships by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was? I don't even remember the original plan. Like what our it original was, song was going to be. <sighs> I don't remember either because I really wanted Double Rainbow by Katy Perry because I mean Double Rainbow, duh. (laughs) So and he he surprised me and but I I I pulled a moment where I was like this is the wrong song and he was like no I changed it and I was like look at you being romantic for one. What was it? Uh, Double Rainbow by Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't remember what the the first song was but we did when we exited we did play formation by beyonce that was our <laughs> exit song. brilliant, brilliant. And I, it was yeah. a struggle though because i am the whitest of white and have no rhythm and brandon was breaking it down and i was just like yes. i don't know what to do <laughs> i'm gonna sit here and snap my fingers yeah i literally that's i think that's what i did i was just like okay i'm gonna tap my foot <laughs> like oh, this looks Okay. Yeah. That's funny. yeah. So Halo has been the song of our relationship from the very beginning. That's our dog is named Halo. That mm. is like why. Mm. Um, but that being said, we yep, that's what we danced to, but we also had karaoke at mm. our really at our, our relationship, at our reception. <laughs> <laughs> we had karaoke at our reception. And uh yeah, so that was like another really fun part of it. Where that would we got be super yeah it was so much fun we had a good time halo is such a good song it's still a bop i don't care what people say it's so good I I, it. unpopular opinion not a really great song to dance to tony and i oh. 
No, literally, literally, I had a moment of panic. We like everything had been planned to the T. We go, we embrace, like we, we see We're our whole family. We've walked in, like the X Men song was on. I was like, "This is so cool!" Everybody's wearing their superhero masks. Like, Everyone's awesome. awesome, and we embraced, and like the first beat hit, and I went, "Oh shit!" We planned everything because, like, except the, this dance, like the first two bars of the song are like like the swelling and or building of the music so you yeah. almost you don't hear anything for a really long right. time and we're like standing there we're like is it fucking on like, <laughs> right. like, yeah. like it was just really awkward and the beat to it because like because it's not like a traditional like slow dancing song Valid, yeah it's it's like weird because there's not like and Tony's really white as well so like trying to get him to like find the one and the three as opposed to the two and the four or like whatever it was like really really hard it was just really really hard to like get him it was just really marco tough. was very nice he started tapping me on the back or on the shoulder to help me with the beat <laughs> it's i feel like it's an awkward time anyways because everybody's staring at you and you're like okay <laughs> this is all right that I mean, weird. we, you know what? We loosened up in like 10 seconds and started laughing. It was, it was fine. fine. We had a good time. Yeah, we did. We started laughing and then got comical with it a little bit, but yeah, we had a great time. A good time though. Yeah. 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 Well, I do have to ask now because we are obsessed with this idea of moving to New York and just living our best uh, Sex in the City fantasy. So we have to ask you what it's like living in New York and any tips or anything like that that you can share? Yeah, I mean, so I, I, this was my dream. Moving to New York was like something that I wanted to do my entire life. I was obsessed with the concept of, of living in New York and living my sex in the city fantasy as well. That was right. like my <laughs> goal. Um, that being said, when you get to New York, uh, the first thing you have to do is completely unlearn everything that you think you know to be normal because New York has a way about it that is like completely different than what everything else is. So, you know, the, the amount of money that you pay in rent, the amount of money that you pay for parking, the amount of money that you pay for grocery, like those things have to be relearned because it's just not the same thing in, in New York. It's a completely different concept. Well, and what you're worth at work to adjust to that as well. Co- correct. Is it's, it's a completely different yeah. concept yeah. in New York as well. That being said, it is really easy to live a, a comfortable New York existence without being a multimillionaire. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you can live, like you don't have to, so the first thing I'm going to tell you is don't live in Manhattan because not only do they uh, accept a, a blood oath for all of your lease <laughs> Um, they also uh, require like three years worth of tax uh, paperwork. You're literally, and- you're literally. So, so normally when you want to move somewhere, you're like, oh, I, like two, three months before your lease is up, you go look and you know you think about things and maybe you'll move here and blah blah blah. You can't do that at all. It's literally like two weeks before your lease is up. Anything more than that, they got enough people that are like you can do a month. You can do a month. You can do but a month. You can't multiple but you also have to walk into the viewing with with a checkbook and your paperwork yeah because literally carry a novel and your checkbook because it is so quick that apartments go away yeah you're literally walking through the apartment and four other people are too and if you don't put in your paperwork and your check right then 
Like you it's won't gone. get you so won't like get Marco and I saw the apartment that we live in now. You know, we Marco moved here. He was on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. He had a fine place, but he had to he had to pay six months. I had to pay rent, six months up front. Up front. And oh when we renewed, and when we renewed the lease, we had to pay six, six months, months up front. front. Yeah. And so wow. we and so we decided to leave that. So we place. were we were done with that. Yeah. And then, then we came here and literally we're walking through here and two or three people. Three. There three. Was, uh, we we were one of three. We couples. were one of three. Yeah, Walked yeah. through here. We literally had to go to a bar down the street and call people to get them to commit to sending letters of recommendation that night. Letters of recommendation for an, for an apartment. apartment. And we had to give multiple years of taxes, multiple years, like pay stubs. I will say that this building, this just better. so you know, this, this building within itself was actually easy that we mm-hmm. live in. Like we didn't have to do very much. Like it was just Apparently. the letters of recommendation that was actually right. crazy. But Different, yeah. it was also three months worth of searching though. That's what the craziness was. Yes. And so other buildings that we were at, they wanted like three years worth of taxes. They right. wanted uh, like you had to pay like first, last and a broker's fee. Um, right. And you had to do you say, like there was just which and your broker's fee is also another month's rent. So just think about it. Let's say the average amount of rent is two thousand dollars. That means that you have to pay six thousand dollars to be able to move, to, in. To move into to a move place. In. And you and you owe rent in a little while, and then you owe rent yeah. within four. And months. in yeah. New York, if you the the standard is forty times the rent. Oh so yeah, that's the other beauty. So if your income is not forty times your monthly rent, you need a guarantor. You need a guarantor, and, a and that's a hundred and twenty times the hundred and twenty times. And and all that novels worth of documentation that we're talking about the the taxes the the liabilities all that they also have to they have to submit those all things. that yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy so so that's that is a that is a tough pill to swallow now I will say that last right. year rules changed. And brokers can't do broker's fees anymore. Correct. Although we haven't had to move since that's been in effect. So I don't know if they've all figured out like a way around that or what. Um, but but it's it's a horrible racket. It literally, like I look online just like I do anywhere else, but I have to go through you, broker, and I have to give you two thousand dollars for what a real estate <laughs> well, person like it's just essentially crazy. what it is, is they they treat apartments much as they would uh, like houses, like Housing, so where, yeah. exactly. where you're at in literally Charlotte, real in terms agent. of like it, it's a real it's estate a agent. It, it, it's a real estate yeah. agent, and so yes, you can't go look at for rentals, but you exactly, yeah. and so it, it's just crazy. So it, it, it's just a lot. That yeah. being said, once you get here, once you understand the rhythm, once you understand the flow of how New York lives, it can be a fantastic way of being because, again, we have never saved more money in our entire it's lives. True. We have never had we've never, earned been, as much. we've never earned as much money as we're earning. We haven't in our had careers. this much culture. Yeah, there's so much culture and like it's my, just my fun. favorite my two favorite New York games are still stand on a corner and listen like listen for how many languages you can hear in a ten minute period. Um, which is it's my favorite game. My other favorite game is jump on any random train and get off at any random stop and just look at the neighborhood because it's all Absolutely. it's so diverse. Yeah, all different. It's a, a yeah. little melting pot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only thing you're going to have to adjust to is hot garbage. Hot <laughs> garbage. Hot garbage is disgusting. Our Wednesday Thursdays are the worst days to walk in, in, in New York in, the, in the three months. Yeah. Because because the city is so old, like things that you take for granted, like 
alleys that have garbage pickup in them is not a thing. The garbage is literally on the street. Yeah. And it's not because people are litter. I mean, there's a lot of litter. Don't get me wrong. Right. Yeah. The garbage is on the sidewalk where you walk because there's nowhere else to put it. Yeah. And so they put it out the night before and it could take them all day to get it. And in the hot sun, ooh, it reeks. Yeah. 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 Lovely, lovely smells, yeah. aromas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That being said, but New York is amazing. It's incredible. The there's restaurants, so much stuff, the food, the, the food, the amount of food that we've just like, had the best experiences of our entire yeah. lives at and like it, it's just brilliant and it's just fun and it's just it, we just have such a good time yeah. every single time the the people the diversity that you experience like the the cultural backgrounds the different understandings like you know i, I I'm, I'm a black man that grew up on the west coast i grew up in las vegas and so to us black was just black right like that was just the average right. like now i have friends that are Jamaican and friends that are from um, Guyana and friends that are from like all sorts of like really cool Caribbean countries and things like that. And so there's not just black as a, you know, as black, there's like different types of black. There's, you know, there's African, we know, you know, literally Africans and things of that nature. I know Moroccans, like, you know, and things of that nature. It's just really, really cool to like be here and like experience like diversity and, and different ways of life. Yeah. And like the, I, I pre COVID, I had a standing dinner date once a month with friends and like our whole goal was to taste food from around the world. And we still aren't even close to being done. There are, there are restaurants where I'm like, what type of food is this? And they'll say, right. like, <laughs> country? they're like, yeah, that's a country. Um, which it's incredible. And then the the types of jobs that people have, I yeah. find really fascinating. Yeah. Like there's a really oh, bad. Yeah. One of my friends has this great job where it's like he works with the school and part of the foreign exchange program where like you can come to NYU for free. Say it's not NYU, but like you can come to some university in New York mm-hmm. uh, and free. But part of what you do to earn that free degree is you have to go somewhere in the world that like doesn't have water and give them water. And it's oh, his wow. job to coordinate that, but it's also part of his job to make sure it's sustainable so that when the right. kids leave, that country or that area permanently has water. Like, it's really cool. Yeah, That is pretty cool. I think that's yeah. one of my my favorite things about New York, um, even though I've never been. <laughs> but from what I've heard, it's very diverse and you just get... Yeah so much at once and plus i heard like the food is so good there and like it's incredible it's, yeah it's like, brandon's yeah. been a couple times so he always tells me like you eat and walk <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean it definitely is you know it, it's i mean like you guys were saying it's a completely different way of living yeah you yeah know, and the things that we have like at our fingertips here that is just like you know comfortable yeah or you know yeah. less time consuming like we get in our car and we just go everywhere but at the same time you know we're missing out on like a lot of things that we could be more involved in, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, yeah. part of us even moving to Charlotte was just to become more active, you know, and I feel like this is like baby steps for us. And, right. Um, great. You know, and Charlotte has a huge, um, you know, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of, you know, things that we learned here um, versus in Florida, um, you know, with cultures and food. And, um, you know, we, that's one of the reasons why we definitely want to, um, you know, also experience New York because they're, there's just so much to learn there, but there's also so much opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, my, my first bit of advice would be don't like kind of get the idea of moving into Manhattan out of your mind, because uh, unless you are a bank executive, like on Wall right. Street, <laughs> yeah. in Manhattan is just not incredibly feasible, but 
the other boroughs like Queens and Brooklyn and uh, right. Queens and Brooklyn, you don't want to live in the Bronx. Um, yeah. but like, <laughs> Green, Queens, or, or Staten Island, like, let's be no completely honest. Friends in Brooklyn, no, Staten no much offense. <laughs> um, that being said, I'm ashamed. But, um, but yeah, no, you, like, there are so many great neighborhoods in, like, you know, Astoria in Queens is amazing. Woodside is amazing. Sunnyside is amazing. Sunnyside. Here in Long Island City, which is, like, literally right on the, it's right over the East River from the Upper East Side. So, we are the next stop into Queens from Manhattan. So like we have super access to like everything in Manhattan and it's just like super easy to do. So again, that being said, like get those, like get the Manhattan thoughts out of your head and just find a really great neighborhood in Queens or Brooklyn. Greenpoint is wonderful. Williamsburg is great. They're expensive, but they're great. Um, but you can live in, you know, Bushwick and you can live in Bed-Stuy and you can live all you can you can live in so many great neighborhoods without having to pay New York City, like Manhattan prices. Right. I just love the options. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. Come it's visit. Really cool. We'll take you on a tour. Yeah, for sure. I know we we want to come visit. Well, once, you know, Little Miss Rona leaves. <laughs> to make her. Final exit. Seriously, we want to definitely. Um, we'll have to take you up on that because we. <laughs> I've never been. I don't know how I'm going to react to it. I'm either going to love it or hate it. So we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely want to be like we're just going to pick up and move because yeah. I worry about Stephen. <laughs> all you have to do, much like what I did with Tony, is tell us the things that you really care about. So, like, if you care about greenery, if you care about water if you're really passionate about food give us those requirements and we'll show you the best places where all of those things exist um and 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 it'll make it much easier for you to digest new york as a whole awesome i we will have to take you up on that because (laughs) brandon knows a little bit more than i do but we're still not you know truly dive like we haven't dived in as much i guess especially not living there so Sure. Yeah, we'll have to take it from that offer. Sure. And again, hopefully I, I love it and I don't be like, mm, no. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like we're going to be like moping if we don't move. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's always a place that is, you know, that we can visit. You know, yeah. <laughs> but I, is... I always say that New York is a chapter in our book. However long the chapters are is completely up to us, but it's not our final stop. Like, we'll no. do yeah. same thing. We'll, we'll figure out what's going on later in life. But if you it, like think about your favorite neighborhood in Charlotte, like residential neighborhood, think about your favorite like downtown restaurant bar spot. Mm-hmm. Now multiply that by like ten thousand, and that's right. New York. That's, oh, that's, see, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. It's literally just it, like you find your pieces where you fit, and I guarantee you there are many. That's beautiful. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to chat offline too to see who oh, makes some. Okay plans and stuff like that um but yeah thanks for sharing and giving tips and everything um i do have a fun little i guess you could call it a game um and it i guess i'm gonna call it most likely too so i have a few questions with scenarios and i just want y'all to answer it with who's most likely to fit into that okay and i guess i guess we can answer it as well too babe okay 
Oh, he's uh, he's looking at me like you're gonna get your feelings hurt, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I am very blunt and very honest. Yeah. So if you want to go down that road, let's do it. I don't care. I whatever. I have my therapist and speed dial. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the yeah. first question I actually sent it over in the outline is who is most likely likely to want to spend all day in bed and watch Netflix? Marco. That's me, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm not even gonna deny it. Yeah. Who do you think that? That's definitely you. Yeah, that's me all the way. I'm like, mm. I'm up by seven. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, his thing is, he hits me with the, mm, baby, I'm bored. I'm bored. And I'm like, oh, but the bed and Netflix sounds so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Next yeah. question. I already know the answer to this one. Who's most likely to forget a anniversary or birthday day? Neither one of us, actually. Oh, yeah, I knew for sure Brandon would. Oh, it's totally me. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. <laughs> When's my birthday? I mean, I know you're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> When's our anniversary? Uh, June 9th. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. Sometimes I have to think. I don't know why. Sometimes I think it's July 9th. Yeah, no, it's no. weird. But like, you hit me with like, when did we start dating? I'm like, drooling. I'm like, what? I don't fucking know. You don't remember yeah. when we started dating? It was like April something. April 13th. Yeah, it would have never known. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, defense, on both our podcast and yours, he did say April both times. So he does know Thank the Oh, you. he did. Oh. I know, at least I know the fucking month. Hey. <laughs> I could have been like, I don't know, January of like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Oh, yeah. Who is most likely to cry during a movie? Marco. Ooh, no, I don't know. Well, <laughs> there's only one movie that I cry at. No. What movie? It's yeah. called Defending Your Life. That sounds cryable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Albert Albert Brooks wrote, directed, produced, and starred in it, and Meryl Streep's in it, and so's Rip Torn, and it's incredible. And it's all about like when you die, like what like what is the meaning of life? And it's all about getting over fear. Uh, and he, you know, it's but it's a romantic comedy. It's wonderful, but at the end, it's just heart swelling. Meanwhile, I watched it and I was like, it was good, but <laughs> yeah, but, but you cry like at least like seven times in a month no, on the couch. So <laughs> it's so funny because we just watched Blackest King, and, and you cried. Br- the brown skin girl music video came on, yeah. and I was like crying right. during that because it was just so fucking right. beautiful. We were watching Grey's that. Anatomy, and you cried on like four different well, episodes. Well, Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> they be trying me. They try me. <laughs> More likely was the question, and it's you. I guess it would be me, but like, yeah, I guess it would be me. That's fine. I'll take it. Yeah. Brandon, I don't think Brandon's ever cried during a movie. You have to like, like <laughs> in his life, not just when you were together, in his whole life. He literally, yeah, no, that, that's about, yeah, that sounds about right. Me, I could literally the smallest. You could fucking blink and start crying. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> what were you watching with your sister? Oh, the 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 new Netflix wedding show where the three gay guys. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know, but they just started talking about how they met and their struggles and stuff and i just start bawling oh because she was like my dad died and i was like dead parents always get me and i started crying and crying and they were like are you good like so yeah most likely definitely me funny uh, because traditional things that would like you would think that would traditionally make a person cry don't make me cry it's like the nuances that make me cry 
Oh, I cried everything. <laughs> I'm just not a crier. Like, he's he's literally. I've seen you cry. Like I have three to be or like, four times. Royally pissed off or like royally upset like, or royally something. moved. Like when I proposed to you, I didn't really cry over that. You cried. I like you know shed a tear. You were crying. One cheek. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> in my mind, you were crying. Clearly, it was so moving and beautiful. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker really proposed? Okay. <laughs> Dead. Wow. Next question, <laughs> as I give you the evil eye. Who's most likely to get super competitive in a game? Um, that's me. I was going to say both of us. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> Tell me the guy that plays games and doesn't want to keep score, but I want to know exactly where everyone's at so that I can, like, because I love to shit talk. So, like, I don't care about whether or not I win or lose, but I love to shit talk. So, like, I love to keep that spirit in the game. So I need to know, like, where we're at in the games just so I can, like, give a fair amount of, like, razzing. See, I feel like you and I are the same in that I will say, like, I can play the game and just pull the cards at random and people can just laugh and have a good time. The dynamic of the game can be sort of extrapolated from the competitiveness. But if you want to play by the rules and compete, oh, motherfucker, I'm in and I will shoot. <laughs> and I will. Winning is important to me. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Brandon is the more competitive one, I feel like. I'm... Because I'm just bad at every game ever, except for Trivial Pursuit. I've beaten you a couple times. Yeah, but I'm well, well surpassed. We won't talk about Mario Kart because <laughs> I'm horrible at it. I mean, I, I'm kind of like I agree. Like, I definitely like to keep like score because I am a huge shit talker. Also, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like catch up, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> knowing me, I'll lose. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one that's like. Oh, if you let me win, I'll cook dinner. Like, give me a win. But then he can't cook, so like, like, kind of got to offer something that's gonna be good bargain or bargain. Bargain, bargain. yeah. Well, <laughs> rude. Like I said, when you all come, we'll play Mario Kart. <laughs> Oh, I will be last place. He will t- <laughs> if there yeah. was a like twentieth place, that would be in Steven. I mean, I've gotten like seventh place before. <laughs> Sienna, my five-year-old, well, what, seven-year-old, eight, almost. Eight, almost eight-year-old, does better than you in Mario Kart. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I can't. Uh, next question, which he kind of spoiled: <laughs> Who's most likely to want to cook at home instead of ordering out? <laughs> I mean, Tony's the cook. Uh, Tony's the cook in the uh, the apartment only because I don't like cooking. Uh, like it's, I literally, absolutely hate it. However, Same. I think I'm a better cook than Tony. But, oh. <laughs> but, but I don't. Uh, some some of his meals, I will say, I'm not eating that. Um, but, but, um, but other than, but he's, he's, he keeps me fed and that is, that, uh, that, that is a good thing. So, but no, I just hate cooking. Um, I think I, I tell Tony, we joke about this all the time. I think Tony cooks to make things not raw anymore. And so I don't think that he cooks with like expertise or like even like a super passion behind it. It's just kind of like spices and not raw and like. Boom. And so sometimes I'm like, oh, this is not what it 
supposed to taste better. Supposed to be. <laughs> I just like things. I like things to taste like what they taste like. So like, why are you adding all that shit? And what's the name of that reduction sauce that you have? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Barely steam the vegetables just because it opens up the flavor. Like, that's it. And give them to me, like, almost raw. Like, don't put crap on my vegetables. Like, just no. I like how broccoli tastes. Meanwhile, I'm very passionate about, like, putting together, like, the right, you know, like, the right You tell a story. Flavor. I tell a story. A flavor story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but that book usually sits on the shelf. I was going to say, it literally <laughs> happens, like, twice a year. Yeah. Like, I don't enjoy if that. I just don't like it. Yeah, I I can't cook and I hate cooking, so Brandon has to be the one. But he, you try to tell a story sometimes. I mean, I can cook though. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just yeah, saying, like, I can definitely like look in the fridge and go, I can make this, that, and that. But I'm a spice bitch. Like, I like, <laughs> I like my seasonings. Like, if I taste something and it's bland, I'm like, oh no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like your fucking meatloaf. You, look, don't. I was trying to be so sweet one night and be like, let me make a meatloaf. <laughs> that shit was so fucking salty. <laughs> I was like. Oops. So, what kind of seasoning did you use? And what did you, he is like? Oh, I use what uh, the I Rachel use... Ray salt salting season, and I use this salt. And I'm like, babe, all because it's a seasoning. It's also got salt in it. You put yeah. so much salt. I in ended it. up putting like three different salts in there. I didn't know there was difference. Oh, <laughs> okay, I don't. Know. So I was gonna say Tony's not that bad, but like Tony, yeah, I. Why did you put fullheartedly admit I'm bad? Yeah, uh, it's just crazy. But yeah, no, Tony does the majority of the cooking in the house. Yeah, so next one, <laughs> which I feel like this is going to be hard for us, but who's my m- most likely to give the best gift? Marco. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think, babe, for us? I mean, that's definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I've gotten you pretty... I'm just really bad, like, going back to what he said about me earlier, which... I'm still salty about you gotta have to tell me so I'm bad like if somebody's like I want a Christmas gift I'm like tell me what you want because if not I'm gonna be like oh here's a soap I don't know yeah so tell me if this is similar to y'all so (laughs) or you know either one of you so Steven I will go what do you want for Christmas give me a list this bitch will give me socks pants underwear but what do I always put at the end a book? No, I always say, in your love forever. Yeah, well, that, whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to buy you pants and socks and underwear. Like, I want a legit list. But that's what I want. <laughs> oh, my God. I get it. I get it. Because if I could make a list, I would do the same. I'd be like, the clothes I never buy. Yeah, exactly. I guess I don't know. Yeah, Brandon's like, I want a new car. I want this coach bag. I want these shoes. And I'm like, socks would be really nice. Which I have a million pairs of. I refuse to make lists. I'm not a list person because I I feel like gifts should come from, like, the giver's um, uh, desire to want to make you happy, right? So, like, I want to give you something that, like, you didn't even know that you wanted, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's something that you needed. And so, like, like, that's my whole thing. And so Tony doesn't ask me for gifts, 
um, because I, he knows. Because if I if I gave we him a list, list, if if I did a list, then he would never buy me anything that's on it because it's all the stuff that like I'm like I can't afford this or I don't buy this for myself throughout the year, so you can buy it for me. Um, and it just doesn't work out that way. But no, we're not we're not list we're people. Not, we're not list people. But um, yeah, we're just we're just not. I actually like lists. I think they're fine. But Marco doesn't. I refuse. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love lists. Yeah, I have Ooh. to have. Yeah, clearly Brandon, the control freak that he is. <laughs> everything comes with the list. Oh, man. <laughs> I love everything that I do in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think that I think that like people want to give you what you actually want. So having you identify that is not it's does it it's not indicative of how they feel about you. Gift giving is a skill. There's a yeah, reason. It really is. I guess that's what we try to do is like okay, I know for a fact that you said you want these two things, but let me get like three or four things that you didn't ask for that I know that you would really like. My issue is that when you come up with a list, I feel like you put a price tag on things immediately, right? Oh, true. And then you immediately, like, because like if I say a video game, you know that that's automatically $60, right? Yeah. And sometimes I don't want to make a particular person pay $60 for a gift for me because that's just not like I can't spend your money. So I would rather you pay $20 and give me something that you think that I would appreciate and or love or something that made you think about me than to put a $60 price tag on something that you have to give me. Right. And I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy lists for that reason. For me, I would rather say, Get me what you think that I will enjoy, and I will enjoy it because it came from you, rather than saying, like, I want this particular thing. And then now I have to, like, donate blood so that I can just <laughs> give you <laughs> Like, I just don't want that. Marco is definitely the better gift giver, though. The first Christmas we had together, he made me cry. Aww. Right. Although I returned the favor. <laughs> I made you cry, too. Ooh, you cried. Yeah, we... We don't make each other cry. <laughs> 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 I cry at everything, but Brandon. I mean, I feel like that when we give gifts, though, like between you and I, it's like stuff that, like, it is definitely on the more expensive side because it's stuff that we're like, oh, like we may have seen throughout the year. Yeah. And then we're like, we're going to wait till maybe like Christmas or something. Christmas, and yeah. we'll, like, you know, that's what we've saved up for. Mm. Like, we. We just like we we buy stuff so yeah. much throughout the year. Like by the time it is like a holiday or something, we're just it's like, like a bigger purchase. It's that... like yeah, something that we would both enjoy. Sure, I yeah. get it. I totally get that. Last question, which is something that I always find fascinating, because um, I'm this person. <laughs> who's most likely? This is kind of like a two situation. Who's most likely to want to do a couple's costume or dress alike in matching cost or outfits for the day? Well, the costume definitely Marco. No, that's me in general. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 matching costumes and complimentary outfits. Yeah, and it's yeah. not it's not necessarily for like the day, but like if we're going to a wedding, for example, like I want us to look like we came Our together. Hair. Yeah, correct. So it's not necessarily matching, but it's definitely complimentary. like complimentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is great. And then like for Halloween, like it's it's matching costumes and things of that nature like matching that costumes almost every year yeah almost so, every year. yeah so that's the thing but yeah i but i'm also the the brains behind all of that i tell tony what he's wearing 
<laughs> well, you tell me what you tell me what I'm wearing from my wardrobe for weddings and things like that. Sure, but for costumes, we decide together. You usually present the ideas, but we decide together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think we've ever even. I don't think we've had a couple's costume. No, like we've looked at things. I, we the problem with Stephen and I is that like we're like, oh, what a cute idea, and then we never execute it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we're like, oh, let's do that. But like part of that is like, well, you have to have a cost. You have to be able to go somewhere to have yeah. a fucking costume. And we just don't. We don't <laughs> but, socialize with people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we're just so bad at that. Uh, but like we do have like a little tradition. Like every Thanksgiving, like we do wear like we match. Like you know, we always have like exact, the same outfit. Yeah. Um, you know, my family is always like, we get dressed up to go in the living, living room, room type people. Yeah. Um, you know, Holly has always been like big in our family. So like Stephen and I have adapted that little, that little trait. It's Love always it. nice. We get to mm. dress together. Um, that was fun. <laughs> was, learned a lot. Good. Good, then, yeah. Some shade was thrown in the middle, but that's okay. We'll get over it. So next, I always like to ask guests um, any recommendations of current movies, books, podcasts, or anything that y'all have that has come into your life that you like to point out and be like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good! Everybody should watch it." Um, and then also, uh, time to plug your social medias and uh, give us that as well too. Yeah, I mean, of course, the first thing that I'm going to talk about is our podcast because everyone should be listening to it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, within the queer, com- uh, the queer culture and, and things of that nature. But um, yeah, our podcast is on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of the fun stuff. Um, yeah. And that is the Relation Shit Podcast. Um, the exclamation, uh, the I in shit is an exclamation point. Um, so make sure you check that out. Um, or you can search for it by Critellis, uh, that is C-R-I-T-E-L-L-I-S. Um, and then you'll find the podcast from that. Um, that being said, one of the things that we, uh, have been super into is, uh, a book by this amazing author. His name is, uh, Britt East. He was actually a guest on our podcast, uh, this year. Um, but he made this amazing book called A Gay Man's Guide to Life. Um, and the full, the book is, a, it's available on Amazon and it's like really incredible, but it's kind of this like manual that goes over so many like really great and important topics within just about everybody's life, but more specifically to gay people. Um, but it talks about like body and mind and career and finances and friends and sex and things of that nature. So you get the opportunity to get a really good overview of things that you need within your life that and like a guide on how to do it well or successfully um, that can actually make uh, for a, a really good experience. Well, and I love it, too, because it's it's not. He was really specific in the title. It's not a man's guide. It's not a guide to gay life. It's a gay right. man's guide to life. So it's it's literally like anyone could pick this up and read it. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's like one of those incredible canon books that you read in college that like just like really outlines everything and shapes the way you think and is totally accessible and something that you want to keep forever and like reread like sure. or revisit when you're having issues in a certain area. Like it's, sure. it's a really great book. I yeah, love it's incredible. it. Yeah. Um, so that's in terms of books, um, music. So 
I don't. Okay, so I'm assuming you guys have listened to like Chloe and Hallie's album. No. <laughs> bad gaze. Bad gaze. It's really good, and I'm not. <laughs> so one of them, one of them is going to be. Is it? I don't know which one is going to be the new mermaid. Hallie is going to be the new. I've seen the pictures of their music video where they have uh, Miss Vanjie. um, Who else? Is it Mayhem Miller? Mayhem Miller. And then, oh my God, of course I'm like missing her. Legs. Who's legs? Um, Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls. Yep. So yeah, yeah, they did a like uh, a Spice Girls reference to like the new Do It uh, music video, which is like incredible. It's so good. But as you were saying, Tony, like the album, Tony's not even a pop princess. Like Tony doesn't love pop music in that way. And their album is so fucking good. It's incredible. Like it is really brilliant. It's incredible. Marco would play it and I'm like, oh, and I would just like randomly start singing it or tell him to put it on again. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's a great album. I'm sorry. You've just been really up on Taylor Swift's new album. So we'll have to give their album a try after we drop off. For, uh, yeah we just that's been on replay for a week now yep I, I mean i totally get it but yeah you should definitely listen to chloe and hallie i would 100 percent listen do you guys did you ever listen to jojo when you were youngins like did you guys yes. listen to jojo? look uh yeah. we're obsessed with jojo her new album this year was amazing Fun good to fact, know it's so good. yeah i got to meet jojo she performed at the university that i went to and i won a contest to be first in line to meet her and Love it. She smelled so good. She was super tiny and she was just like, I want you to be my best friend. And I was like, okay, bitch, like, let's go. Like, I'm not even joking. Let's go. I'm obsessed with her. She is stupid talented. And this album, Good to Know, is really great. And then she did Good to Know. She did good to know acoustics. So I don't know if you've heard the acoustic version oh, of the album as yeah, well. It's so good. And it is incredible as well. And so you got to do that. And then, um, of course, you guys have to watch Black is King. I don't know if you've watched that yet, but Beyonce fucking did it all over again. As she of does. Yes. Yeah, it we is- were going to watch it last night, but somebody didn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I want to watch like a real, and I was like, this is a real movie. No, I said I wanted to watch something funny. Oh, funny. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, that's not funny. Watch- <laughs> funny. It's incredible, though. It's incredible. It and incredible. when you watch it, you're really going to enjoy it. It's so good. And then movie, Um, we just recently finally watched the John Wick trilogy. Oh, yeah, finally. Yeah, which it was actually was really actually really freaking awesome. Yeah, they were good. And I'm pretty sure it's going to become a quadrilogy, so I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. It's weird. So, uh, like, um, action movies are not like really my favorite thing. Mine like, I've either. never really loved Tom Cruise or any of well, the, he's problematic. The, uh, the those movies or anything like that. Liam Neeson can like suck it. Like, I'm just not really into <laughs> that stuff. But yeah, you were not taken to my living room. No. That, so, yeah. but that being said, I have loved. Like, I loved Kill Bill. I loved. Oh, I, loved uh, Kill Bill yeah. I loved Kill yeah, Bill. I wouldn't call that an action flick. It's a totally film. is no, an action. It's, a Tarantino it's film. definitely an action. There's a lot of gunshots. There's a lot of killing. It yeah, is a lot of action. Like, <laughs> of and, yeah, there's more to it. It's, than just it's definitely action. And that being said, I love, but I love that. I love Kick Ass. Like I don't know if you guys saw Kick Ass, but I thought that that was a good. Those movies were great. I loved Kingsman. Like I love. There's something that I love about like it's almost like comic book 
action movies, yeah. if you will, that like kind of has like a comic-y effect to it that's like really right. great. Um, and so John Wick was great because it was like so not feasible. Like the whole thing. It, was, it was super non-formulaic and and there were there were at least in, in each movie there was at least two scenes where they took something that could have been like sort of bland stereotypical action and they did some incredibly fun things with them where sure. you were like damn that was a really cool way to do that yeah. to tell that story which yeah. was great so anyways john wick was great yep. we love that and then in terms of television shows we've what have we umbrella well the umbrella academy is mm-hmm. a great one right. i also loved uh the morning show on apple yeah. tv anything everyone has to watch that anything it's that. so good yeah have you guys watched um big little eyes oh yes. my gosh yes <laughs> Yeah. So we got into it at the beginning of quarantine and that was the first time we had watched it. And Mm -hmm. it is so, when I tell you that the writing in it, the acting in it is just bar bar none. Like it was just brilliant. The twisted suburban. Yeah. They they did an incredible job with it. Yeah. Just brilliant. And the little fires everywhere, but we talked about little fires everywhere was another great one. We loved it. We even rewatched all three of those. (laughs) All three of them. Which is crazy, and she didn't get nominated for a single yeah. Emmy. Which I is like, saw, and I was just like, "Oh, y'all could yeah. have what? Okay, yeah, so she deserved at least one." It's stupid. Exactly. Uh, we um we even rewatched Scandal and Grey's Anatomy, and we think everyone should do the same thing because it is like they're very well done. Shonda Rhimes is really Shonda, Shonda Rhimes is magic. She's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with Scandal, but I stopped watching after I think. Whatever season it was, she got kidnapped. I was spoiled. So, so you have that, to push through. So that we felt the same way yeah. when we watched that season. We were like, this was crap. But we still finished it. And then when we rewatched it, we were like, you know what? That season actually made sense. It was actually really good. It made sense. But we felt the same way the first yep. time we watched it. We were like, that's a garbage season. The yep. whole season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was actually really good. Yeah. It was yeah. brilliant. And you have to see how the show ends. It's yeah. incredible. It's so incredible. I think we might. Oh, well. You've never seen it, babe, right? Mm-mm. Scandal, yeah. No. So watch we, it all. Yeah, we need to go watch it. It's it's um kind of like How to Get Away with Murder, kind of. So we Not stopped really. watching, we stopped watching How to Get Away with Murder yeah, that after was like her, the second or third season. Second, like we just yeah. that was that was Shonda's third, and and it was just too gimmicky. But, but, but it's Scandal, uh, like Rowan's character alone, is worth watching brilliant. the entire series. Brilliant. Yeah, it it was so it's so. I mean, who doesn't want to be Olivia Pope? Like, I she, mean, it's handled. I mean, <laughs> iconic. Like, it's hand. I'm just like, oh. it's so good, so iconic. Good. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have to go uh, and check out some of those. Uh, the John Wick. I know that Brandon's brother. He's always like, it's so good. You don't need to watch it. And we're like, yeah, sure. Who? Your brother? Seth? Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah, like all the time. He always clearly you listen to him so well. <laughs> yeah, he's always mentioned it. He's it's like, y'all need to watch it. It's really good. Yeah, like, it's- I don't want to rewatch the third one right now. Yeah. Yeah, we might have to make a movie night and watch it. What watch the second one? one well then I then I feel like we should watch them both. Yeah, I think the second one's good. <laughs> oh no, all three. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we always do that too. Yeah. But my last question that I always ask guests, and I guess for this, uh, we could do 
separately and then together but i always like to ask people because i'm big on mental health is what do you do what are some things that you do some tips or anything like that that keeps your mental health in check and so you can answer it separately and then also as a couple what are some things that you do that works well i'll let you go first sure um so i start every day meditating and and i and i call out very specific intentions for my day and then i end my day by meditating and i sort of do like a a grading of how well did i do what i set out to do and do i need to carry it over into tomorrow because i could do better than how i did today Um, I also need some sort of alone time that involves movement. Uh, so usually for me now in the age of COVID that is walking the dog. Um, and I just, I just like being alone is really important to me. Um, I am, I'm actually a huge introvert. Um, and so even like now during uh, COVID, I'll tell Marco, like, will you shut the door while I take a shower? Not because of anything other than I just need to be in a room by myself. And this is the right. only place I can do that, even if it's just for a little while. And sometimes I'll literally stand there, not in the water, just being alone and like literally just like being with my thoughts, being with my feelings, being with silence. You know, um, like Marco and I, when, when, when we would shower together, we would listen to podcasts and I loved that. And it was incredible. And it led to us doing a lot of things together. Um, but you know, showering by myself, like it's it's completely quiet most of the right. time. I'll play a song or two, um, but that's uh, th- those are things that I think are very important to me. And then talking to my best friend, which happens to be the person I'm married to and live with, so that's an easy thing to get every day. But Definitely. it's very important to me um, to tell him what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and to hear what he's thinking and feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for me, mental health has been very important with me uh, super quickly. In December, I was actually, well, in October of last year, I was diagnosed with kidney cancer. Um, And so I have been spending a lot of time just trying to like re uh, reintroduce myself to me um, and just kind of get back, you know, back in touch with who it is that I am as a person. So Things like showers and, you know, when I take a shower, I like to have a podcast or even music on just so that I can get out of my head for a little bit and like not think about things and like actually have an opportunity to just be engrossed in a story or dance while, you know, showering and things of that nature. Like those things like really help me. Um, the other thing I've been really uh, passionate about is uh, like reconnecting, not even reconnecting because I do a pretty good job of like talking to uh like good friends and things of that nature but like having zoom cocktail hours with friends or uh just having opportunities to like talk to people my niece who calls me incessantly throughout the week uh it's just a really good time to like look at um look at life from the eyes of a four-year-old um have this really awesome opportunity to just talk to her, laugh with her, have her read me Dr. Seuss, you know, just like have like fun things like that and, and like connect with her on that end. Um, and then Tony and I, uh, I'm speaking, so now I'm connecting to like what we do together. But, together um, yeah, yeah. So Tony and I, what we end up doing is we actually end up playing video games together. So Streets of Rage actually released uh, Streets of Rage 4. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so Tony and I will play like Streets of Rage together. And sometimes it's just so helpful to like punch people out on a video game <laughs> and just, like have like that as like a little bit because like afterwards I feel energized. I feel funny. Like I feel like I just feel like we're having a good time. We get to strategize and talk and, and like have a good time while we do music. Mm-hmm. So we have a good time and it's just fun to do together. Um, and then other than that, like Tony and I do a really good job of just being together whether that's watching TV together, watching movies together, or anything of this of the sort, so we just have a really good time of doing that together. It's not hard. Yeah, you're my you're my favorite person to talk to, but I've always believed that the truest sign of a real friendship is the need to not fill the silence. Sure. Um, and you and I also do that yeah. uh, very well. And then I tell you every morning, like you're my favorite thing to wake up to, and like we'll, you know, during the work week we don't do it so much, but on the Absolutely. weekends. Like, <laughs> what he said that's so sweet oh <laughs> yeah it's true marco's the best part of my day and i get to start and end with him which i love um but like you and i like sometimes we'll just sit in bed and just talk and laugh and mm-hmm. you know I, I i find that to be wonderful but you and i also do a really good i a really good job of like figuring out where we intersect so the video games the types of movies we watch the types mm-hmm. of shows we watch the way we talk about different things that come up in media um sure. or our friends or our family you know um, you know, so I think just ongoing communication with us is important. Yeah, it works. No, definitely. I think that's always uh, a good, good uh, process and everything, you know, having somebody that is your best friend. I agree. <laughs> like, it's yeah. nice to have the, you don't have to have, you know, you can feel the silence and everything. And Brandon is a big, not to speak for your you, babe, but <laughs> is a big um, advocate for shower time is me time. Because yep. I'm always like, let's go jump in the show. And he's like, no, that's me time. And bath time, too. He's really big on bath. So yeah, those are my They're only things real. I will not share. Yeah, he does not share those at all. So I'm like, okay, I'll just I'll just wait for you like a lost puppy outside the door. <laughs> well, like, you know, when I'm in my shower, my bath time, like, I will literally, like, light a candle. I will turn my light off, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm like, yeah. I'm in my life zone you know like super hot shower and i'm just like hell sometimes i'm just like leaning up against the shower wall you know like but that's like my relaxation time like that's my time sometimes i turn on the shower and just like sit on sit on the shower floor like just sit yeah just like be there and just feel the water against me and again i like to turn on podcasts um so i'm listening to this other really cool podcast called uh gayest episode ever and so they literally talk about like media and television episodes like throughout the decades. In particular like, sitcoms. And sitcoms mm-hmm. more yeah, more so than anything. But like they talk about like the gay episode of every sitcom. So the Fresh Prince of Bel Air episodes, the Golden Girls episodes, and things of that nature, like anything the that's Andy. on there. And like I will just like listen to it or I'll laugh about that and like have a really good t- uh, time with just like listening to that, or I'll listen to uh, crime junkies which is this other one that i listen to and they'll tell you the story about like a missing and or murdered person or you know and like all those things and when i'm listening to those stories i can't think about work or right. uh, my family life or uh what's going on with me and tony or cancer for a little bit like i have like all i can think about is like this story and how the fuck is it going to end so like like so i'm like literally caught up in that for just a little bit and and it's you know 50 minutes 52 minutes of my life um but it's like a really well like calming and like incredibly like deserved 52 minutes of my life which is great and i just enjoy it 
Yes, yeah. definitely. And I definitely, I'm a big um, advocate for meditation. I don't think Brandon really <laughs> cares for it too much, but I'm obsessed. <laughs> it's so, and I never really, I thought it was always um, one of those frou-frou things where you're like, okay, girl, like, is it really going to be beneficial? And then I actually took a, a psychology class. It was called Stress, Pain, and Happiness. And in mm. the class, he literally made us meditate and I, again, I was just like, this is so dumb. And then, like, after doing it two or three times, I was like, this is the best thing ever. It's so yeah, it's incredible. I'm here for it. My shower time is meditation. Because meditation is nothing but mindlessness, right? Like, it's right. just the opportunity to be mindless for a little bit. And sometimes even setting a goal. Like, you, there are different variations of meditation. But for me, the reason why I like to take a shower and listen to a podcast or listen to music is because it's mindlessness for a little Correct, bit, yeah. right? And it gives me the opportunity to like mindlessly do something else that does not cause me the opportunity to like map out my day or Correct, think yeah. about or get myself anxious about what's going to happen later on in the day or like overwhelm myself with thoughts of like insecurities or failures or anything like that. Like I have the opportunity to just think about nothing and it's right. like really fun. It is. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, thank thank you so much for sharing. I'm always I'm always interested to see what people um, have to say, and it's always nice to um, know that we're not in this alone. That everybody has their own things, because uh, especially this year, shit's gotten <laughs> pretty real. Heated. Like, there's just so much going on. So, for yeah. Sure. Thanks for sharing. Um, well, that's it. That was that was. Um, wasn't too bad and i thank you both so much and i highly highly recommend that everybody go check out your podcast relationship uh again the i is spelled with an exclamation point it reminds me of um pink but i think that she changed it now if i'm not mistaken so i know that's where my inspiration came from i'll be completely honest with you don't say that that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's where my inspiration came from because I was just like, well, first of all, you can't market sh- the word shit. Like, shit, yeah. yeah Instagram is not going to like post any like marketing right. with that. I said, but that being said, I loved how Pink did that for like the vast majority of her career. Her career. And that exclamation point set like spoke volumes. It's just an upside down eye. Like, it's really exactly. Cool. Yeah. It, so I love that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thank but, you so much for having you. me. Thank so you. Much. Yeah, we yes, and again, last time before we go, please, um, if you want to say your social medias again, so everybody knows exactly where to follow you, follow you, and then I'll also link them in the description of this episode as well. Yep. And so before I do that, I wanted to thank you, Stephen, for your podcast too, because. Uh, We've listened to a few episodes and it's like incredible. The one thing I enjoy about your podcast is it's just such a ray of sunshine. And that's why I think Sunshine Steven within itself is just beautiful. It's the appropriate. It's just beautiful. I think with so many drag race review gay podcasts out there um, and then, you know, other pop culture type podcasts out there that it's just so much fun to see that you uh, try to your best to dwell on like all the positives and the things that like make you laugh and make you have a really good time. And uh, it, it's just refreshing. It, it, it really is wonderful. So thank you for what oh, you're no, picking thank you. up. Don't make me cry. I'm the sensitive. I will tell you that podcasting is one of the hardest things in the world. And sometimes you feel like you're doing a lot of work for very little return. All I can tell you is to keep doing it and keep pushing. If you have an amazing message for people to receive, 
it will, it, the numbers will come later. So keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a great job at it so far. Well, thank you so much. That's so, yeah, it's, it's only been a couple months. So I'm like, it's just a waste of time. And is like nobody getting what I'm, is nobody no. picking up what I'm putting down? No, I appreciate that. It, it is really good. Uh, no, you're doing a great job and just, and just push through, push through, give yourself, give yourself time. It, it, you'll, you'll, you'll feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing soon. Um, that being said, yeah, you guys can check us out on Apple podcasts, Google play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. essentially anywhere where you uh, receive your podcast. We are the relationship podcast. Um, again, the I in shit is an exclamation point. Uh, so you can search for it that way, or you can search for it by our names, which is the Critellis, C-R-I-T-E-L-L-I-S. We are on uh, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. We are uh, pod relationship spelled out. And then we even have a website, which is podrelationship.com. You can get all the episodes and everything there. Um, you can also like check out what's going on with us and any like fun relationship behind the scenes things that yeah, we have going the on blogs, there. Blogs, the latest episodes, all that. Correct. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much. I encourage everybody to go check it out and everything because, again, I think it's just a, a really good, um, really good space for a lot of queer um, people to flock to to see creators, you know, like them. So I appreciate that as well too. So. Again, thank you so much, and thank you for letting us be on ours. Hopefully, we weren't super um, <laughs> shady or boring at parts. We were the perfect combination of all. We loved it. It was great. You guys were great. Yes. So listen to the uh, the episode too, because you guys are going to enjoy hearing yourselves as well. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Well, um, I want to give you back some more time in your day. Um, go binge watch some more <laughs> of the Umbrella Academy. Academy. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We'll have to check it out. But again, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you both. We appreciate you. Now that we've had a good kiki with the Critellas and talked a lot about, you know, gay relationships, a little bit about podcasting, some movies and shows and stuff like that, now it's time to take a deep breath and exhale and let me find a good quote for this week. Oh, this one's short, sweet, and simple, to the point. Let go of the battle. I think that's super important and super um, strong to do as well. As corny as it sounds, sometimes you have to uh, lose the battle, but you win the war, you know? So there are so many battles internally, externally, all around us, especially with 2020 being a little bitch that it is. So let go of the battle, you know? So let's just realign ourselves and enjoy this meditation minute.
For this week's Her Story lesson, I wanted to talk about two of my favorite celebs, Kristen Bell and her husband, Dak Shepard, who, amazingly enough, um, decided, you know, they were together for a very long time before they actually got married, but they made, like, um, I guess, a vow, pun intended, to not get married until all walks of life were able to get married, so, aka, same-sex marriages. So... Like, what a stand. I stand them. But what an awesome thing um, to to show, like, hey, if, you know, people aren't allowed to get married, why should we marry? Like, it should be for everybody equal, um, you know? So it was great. Um, they did a quick little ceremony in everything once it was passed for um, same-sex marriage and stuff in 2015. So um, I really enjoyed that, but... I just thought about them while talking to our guests this week and talking about uh, gay marriage in general and everything like that. And they came to mind as somebody who um, really stood up and was like, yo, bitch, this ain't right. So we're not going to get married until it is right. Um, so happy they were able to get married and so happy I was able to get married. And everybody should just love, love, be love, you know? Well, loves, that's all I have for you for this week. I want to say a special thank you to not only my husband, Brandon Rice, but to the Critellas, who um, provided lots of laughs and uh, shadiness and everything. Be sure to go check out uh, Brandon and myself on their podcast, Relationship. And I'll also link in the description where to find them and everything like that. And also, da 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 special announcement, uh, Brandon and I are actually starting a podcast together, and it's called Murder Mondays, and it's going to be premiering August 17th, so be sure to check out my social media as well as um, my Mr. and Mr. Rice page on Instagram to see um, there's a trailer out there floating, and go subscribe and listen to that. It's all about true crime and murder stories and stuff like that, so it's kind of a different take away rather than the sunshine steven it's the murder obsessed uh true crime part of my life so be sure to look at that and like i said you can also follow me on facebook instagram and twitter at sir steven rice on all those platforms be sure to stay informed with everything that's coming up and i hope that you've had a fantastic summer so far i know it's pretty hot and that stupid rona bitch is everywhere but whatever well, that's all I have for you. Like I said, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it with your friends and subscribe and leave reviews. And until next time, stay safe and have a fantastic day.